The Holy Gospel is from St. Matthew. Jesus says this, But to what will I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplace and calling to one another. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We wailed, and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating nor drinking, and they say, He has a demon. The Son of Man came eating and drinking, and they say, Look, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Yet wisdom is vindicated by her deed. At that time, Jesus said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, because you have hidden these things from the wise and the intelligent, and you have revealed them to infants. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Come to me, all you that are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This is the gospel of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts help us to live and love like you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. 31 years ago, in 1989, a musician named Bill Withers wrote and recorded a little song, Lean On Me. Now, at the beginning of this week, I wouldn't have even been able to tell you the person that wrote that song. But if you asked me to sing it, I could sing every single word to you in my sleep. It isn't the melody or the five million times I sung it at camp, youth, or church. It's the words that stick with me and continue to come back at certain times in my life. We all need somebody to lean on. We all need somebody, right? When we aren't strong, we want to know that we have a friend or somebody that can help us along the journey. We need people to go to, to talk to, to cry to, to be with us. We need someone to listen and to help us, to give us solid advice when we are lost. That's why this is a classic song that will continue throughout the generations. It has something that we all long for deep inside. But we all know good and well that there's times in our life when leaning on someone else doesn't work. Our friends, our people, our family sometimes just aren't strong enough or smart enough or stable enough. I mean, we are human, right? We can't have all the answers. But long before these words were written, Jesus said something more powerful and but the same as well. Jesus asks us, are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you burnt out? Come to me. Get away with me, and you'll see a new way of life. 
I'll show you what real rest looks like. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. And then you too will know this rhythm of grace and love. Take my yoke upon you, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now, to really understand what Jesus is saying to us, we have to remember what the yoke of that time that Jesus preached this for those people was. In Matthew, we hear about religious leaders of that time who are making religion really complicated. Their kind of religion was like this heavy yoke that sat as a burden around people's necks. Their religion consisted of don't do this and don't do that. Their religion was no, 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 don't, 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 don't. Their religion was of rules and regulations of all of those things we can't do. Now take, for example, if we were in Matthew 11, if you skip to Matthew 12, right after Jesus says, come to me, the very next thing that happens is that Jesus and his disciples are walking through a field on the Sabbath day, and his disciples were picking grains in order to eat them. They were hungry, and the religious leaders got all upset that the disciples were picking grain because it was the Sabbath. It was considered work. No, 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 don't do that. Don't pick grain on the Sabbath. I don't care how hungry you are. And in the next story, the Pharisees spoke out against Jesus, healing a man with a withered hand because it was the Sabbath, the holy day. And no one was to be healed on the Sabbath. You can hear it again. No, 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 no. Don't do this on the Sabbath. Even if you are helping somebody out. These religious leaders had turned religion into a series of rules and regulations which were burdens, which were heavy. The people were burnt out. They were burnt out on religion that was about rules and not about relationships. It really was a heavy yoke for them to bear. And so it's with that situation in mind that Jesus says to his disciples that day, come to me. Come to me, all you that are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Jesus' invitation is simple and refreshing, but it's harder in practice. Giving over our burdens, our worries, our cares to Jesus and just letting them stay there is hard. We know deep down that God is big enough to handle them, yet we are still scared to let them go. But Jesus' invitation is more than just letting go and letting God handle it. Jesus' invitation is for us to cross the line from a heavy, burdened, yoked way of life a life of anxiety and scarcity, to a life of love and peace, of grace and hope, a life where there is a relationship with God, our creator, a life of abundance. 
Jesus's way is more than rules and regulations. Jesus's way is about relationships with people, with our creator, loving everyone and bringing the kingdom of God here and now to this world at this moment. This piece of scripture is bigger than just an individual piece of comfort for us. This piece of scripture is comfort for the whole entire world. We don't get to fantasize that the kingdom of God is somewhere far off in the future, a promise once we are dead and on the other side. Instead, we get to live out God's kingdom here and now. God created the world and God called the world good. And God called us to be a part of this world. Kingdom living is not later, it is now. We cannot gain rest. We can't gain, gain real rest until we are all not carrying heavy burdens. The yoke of Jesus is light because God promises to be with us, bringing about justice and peace, but also because we're to help make it light for others. Think about it. If two oxen are yoked together, which would have been the example in Jesus's time, and one of those oxen stops moving and stops working, the other oxen suffers that much more. His burden, his yoke is heavier. But if they bear the work together, it's much, much lighter. We cannot stand under the yoke of God and be comfortable and full of rest while other sisters and brothers go hungry or homeless or helpless or hurting. We are not carrying the yoke. We're not following Jesus when our individual feelings are more important than the well-being of all of God's creation. We all need somebody to lean on to help us carry the load. See, the religious people of Jesus' time had drawn so many lines between people, those who were worthy and unworthy, lines of rules and regulations of right and wrong, Lines that defined the people who were better, who they thought God loved more because they stayed on that side of the line. They were allowed to be comfortable while others on the other side of the line were not. It helped them justify for themselves that they were right and okay. But Jesus, God's own son, came down to show us that all the rules, the regulations, and the lines in our life are not how kingdom living works. The yoke and the burden of these rules, regulations, and lines constantly and forever keep some comfortable while others hold the yoke. Religion was no longer about faith in God, loving God, worshiping God, or receiving God's grace and mercy Religion in Jesus' time was about knowing where the line was drawn and staying on the right side of it. There's a quote that I'm sure that I've used before because it's a motto for my life from, Florent, from Lawrence uh, Freeman. He's a Benedictine monk, and he says, 
when, Christ draw, when Christians draw lines between themselves and others, Jesus remains a relentless and scandalous crosser of these lines. This type of religion that draws lines is filled with tiresome, burdensome, worrisome people. We, I mean all humanity, need to find rest. We need real rest. We need the rest that Jesus is offering us. Jesus knew that these lines were too much for us. And Jesus didn't worry about those lines or rules anyways. Instead, Jesus showed us a different way of love for all people, showed us that kingdom living is an invitation to all people. God's love is not limited to a select few, but is open to all. Jesus is telling us that loving God, worshiping God, being in a relationship with God looks like looks like the lines that does not look like the lines we draw but instead looks like an ever expanding circle for all of God's creation we don't need lines we don't need rules we don't need regulations we need love love for one another and when we love like Jesus did we will find true rest we'll find freedom and we'll find our life once again The religious leaders thought they had it good. They thought that they didn't need to lay anything down at Jesus' feet. They didn't know what freedom in God really looked like. Jesus' invitation is for us here today to leave our burdens at the foot of the cross, but also reminds us to open our eyes to a hurting world where there is hurt, there is a need for sharing the load. So may our hearts be broken when we look out into this world for the things that break God's heart, for the ways that we draw lines. May God always call us back and break our hearts again. Give us relationship, rest, and freedom to live in God's love forever. Amen.